Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Um, I'm Matt Ford. I'm one of the writers for United We Stand. Um, just got back from the summer tour in um, in, in Perth, in in, in Singapore. Um, saw Andy out there. I know he did a couple of good podcasts from uh, from out on the tour. I know he got some uh, some good, interesting people out there. So um, hope you in, um, yeah hope you enjoyed them. Um, United We Stand weren't in Shanghai, unfortunately. We're, um, we're not completely mental. Um, three out of the four games out there. I, I think that was more than enough in the end. But um, pre-season's still underway. Um, as you can hear behind me, uh, United fans are getting uh, getting up for the new season. Um, we are technically back in yeah back in the UK, but the the pre-season tour continues. We're on our on our way down to Cardiff. So still a little bit of a a little bit of a Euro way, a little bit still a little bit international, depending on how you want to look at it. Just gonna um, head down here and just have a, have a word with a few little, with a few people here on, on the bus. And before we start, there are um, we know we've got a lot of things working out um, with the fanzine. It's looking really good for the first um, for the first magazine of the season. Um, loads of good stuff from the tour on there. Um, stuff that you won't find anywhere else. So yeah, make sure you get on that if you've not already. Um, subscriptions are available and all that. Um, Jay, you're on the bus here. Um, have you worked out how much how much beer is in one shot glass and whether you could do 100? 35 mils, seven pints in an hour and 40 minutes. Not a chance. I'll give it a go though. Only if you're paying. I'm not paying for that, absolutely no chance. You reckon about 30, 35 mil 35 in a shot glass? in a shot glass, isn't that? So, 100 shots is, what, 7 pints in an hour and 40 minutes. 100 minutes to do it. Ooh, that's good. That's good. And you've tried it, haven't you? No, no, not at all. No, I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not seeing that today. Jay, how, how was your summer? Oh, fantastic, mate. Great summer. It's nice to be back on the bus with the lads and a uh, few scoops and all that, but fantastic summer. Nice to have a break after last season. You were saying before, uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning, uh, did you not have a run-in with the, um, with the Mexican Mafia? I wouldn't say a run-in with the Mexican Mafia, but, you know, downtown Cancun is something special. Stay on the main roads, don't go down the back streets. Especially with a gringo like me. You know what I mean? It's a good job I took no money with me. I was Mexico. How long were you there for? Uh, I was there 11 nights. Fantastic, mate. Absolutely beautiful place. But as soon as you go out of that hotel zone in Cancun, it's a different story, buddy. Honestly, it was scary. But what a laugh. Was summer long enough for you? Are you, you happy the season's uh, about to get underway again? Or could you do with a bit more time off in Cancun? Yesterday I said a bit more time, but today it's come at the right time, mate. Definitely. Don't have to go shopping with wife now, do I? You um, <laughs> your, your words, not mine, mate. <laughs> um, you bumped into a lad, didn't you, in um, in Cancun? Who was that? Steve, was it? Steve, yes. Uh, Steve from Lee. He's on here today. First monkey bus trip. He looks like he's having a good time. Trying to get all the Steve out there. Steve. Come here, I've told you, you have to have a few words on the podcast for United We Stand. Um, tell, us how you, tell us how you met RJ. Well, I was in Mexico and I seen a tattoo on his leg and I thought, you know what? He's alright, he's a United fan. We, 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 we went to a wine tasting um, and he ended up knocking at me and Jay and it all went from there, mate. You went to a wine tasting, that sounds pretty, pretty civilised, to be honest. Alright, well, it wasn't, mate, because he told me to smell the glass and I already necked it, so it was like... Because Jay told me to do it, to be fair, mate. So you two got on, you or you sort of met, met around the pool in Cancun. Yeah, 
it's, uni it's united, isn't it? It's like a family. As soon as you know it's uh, some, something's through United, you make conversation, don't you? And now, now Jay is somebody I would talk to on the phone every day. Good friendship. Uh, did, did you accompany him downtown when he went for his dodgy dealings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. We, we, we got on a bus for one peso, and we come back for one peso, but we had to change our boxer shorts on the way back. <laughs> So Jay, what Jay's about you on the bus here today? Your first time coming down with um, with, the, with the lads on the, on the bus. Yeah, Paul's having a good day so far. Oh mate, it's absolutely unbelievable. Everybody's so welcoming. Just sharing, absolutely amazing, mate. Amazing. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. How many games do you get to per season? Would you say? Try and get to at least ten, easy. Yeah. Easy, yeah, yeah, try, yeah. yeah. And Fox here this season, you were talking before, you thought, I think you were saying you, you were happy with, uh, with, Maguire, with Maguire signing. Yeah, I made, I made all the Maguire sign. I think Wan-Bissaka is going to be unbelievable this year. It's what we've lacked. Somebody young to fly up and down, it's, it's got to be unreal. Like, like the old days, the overlap. He can do that, Wan-Bissaka, yeah, 100%. Are you happy with, are you happy with Ollie? Um, or, or, how do you think the season's going to go? I think he'll do it, right, mate? Because he knows what United stands for, mate. We we won, we won the most miles in, a, in the Premier League. So at, at the end of the day, we, we're United. We should be the best. And that's what we're expecting, to be the best. We'll see how that goes. Cheers, um, yeah, cheers, Steve. Cheers for your time. Um, yeah, making our way down to Cardiff now, anyway. Um, about how far we are from Cardiff now, about 20 minutes. About 20 minutes, yeah. About 20 minutes away. Still quite early. What sounds good? So kickoffs at 17:36. 17:36. Yeah. Make sure you get the six in. Why? I think it's because it's a championship game at half five, and you can't kick off within five minutes of the game. I think. Yeah, it's not the time difference to Wales to Manchester, like everybody's saying on here. But you know, I'm stupid, so it might be. 17:36. <laughs> not the year they're stuck in. No. No. That's what I heard someone say anyway. Definitely, definitely. Not, not my opinion on it, anyway. Um, Woody, how are, how are you, mate? Not bad, not bad. Good summer, cracky summer. It's gone too fast again. Been far, been away. Uh, been nowhere, been house, house hunting this summer. That's about it. No, no holidays, saving. You were saying before you you could you say you could do another month another month after football. Another fucking another year off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just enjoy the break. Well, try and enjoy the break. I mean, apart from the madness, but try and keep away from it. But it never works. Now that we're getting started again, um, what do you think? What do you think of United this season? You feeling you feeling positive? Still mainly the same set of cunts that left us in this situation in the first place, isn't it? So trying to be optimistic. Um, don't feel optimistic. We've got to hit the ground running. Um, to be honest, probably the best transfer window they've had in a few years. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think that? Signing talent now uh, and trying to make a team for the future. And, and as much as I'm not a fan of Solskjaer, I like his his ideas and the way he's trying to express football. Uh, looking forward to seeing it. Why aren't you a fan of Solskjaer? What, what, what do you think he lacks? I don't just don't think he's the right man for the job. I, I understand he was an an interim manager, and I wish he'd have had the balls to see that through. But I'm not going to hold nothing against him. I'm willing to give him the chance. Just it, it worries me how they ended last season. Dan James, Alan Wambasaka, uh, Harry Maguire, um, even rumours circulating about, about Dybala from Juventus. Um, are they the reasons why you think it's been a good chance to win those, or how are you feeling about that? Signing, signing players with potential now rather than 
being screwed out on so-called world-class players who just don't cut it. So give the kids a chance. They can't do any worse than what these lot did last year, can they? What role, what role will the Europa League play for United this season? Like one, one for the team and two for the for the supporters. Well, I'm only thinking of it from our point of view. It's going to be brilliant, yeah. as 2017 was. You asked me before. You didn't even know where the final was. No. Well, I'm not looking that far ahead. Okay. So, just to concentrate on see if we're getting the group stage. Okay, nice one. Well, yeah, good to talk to you, everybody. Nice one. Cheers for that. Um, Tom, Tomo, same, same question to you, mate, really. Are you feeling confident this season? Or what are your thoughts? Or could, could you just do me more time off? Oh, could have done with more time off. Kids are only just finished from school, for God's sake. We're still in summer. Ashes are only just started. Why the fuck is football starting now? Why is it so early? Look on the way down, we've been passed by Mansfield Town fans, Oldham yeah. fans, so they're, they're proper league season started already. Yeah, league season started today, well, yesterday. Um, it's what it is, you know, it's like, God, I'm like, I love Ireland. Um, I don't know, mate, it's like, it's always good to see the lads, you know, see, you have, you spend so much time with them from August to May, that when it finishes, you can't wait to get away from them. These are some of your best the, mates. The, the players or your mates? Your mates. Players, don't get me started on the players. I don't know. It's, um, we'll see what happens. I'm not confident, but as Drew's going on, we might surprise a few people. But uh, I just want to enjoy football again. Who's you, your biggest hopes for in terms of signings that we brought, the United have brought in? Um, that 16 year old from Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've seen Maguire's an astute signing. He's a good signing. The, um, the soccer. It's a nice word, that. It's not a big word. It's a good word. Astute. Um, it means, you know, I think him and Lindelof make a good partnership. Um, so you can say the back four sorted now. Why you need to look at... Um, well, we definitely need a midfielder. Jesus Christ. Definitely. One guy wants to get married rather than get gone pre-season. Um, another guy is about 30 years old but looks like he's about 38 years old um, but Tomney's doing alright even though Woody hated him um, he's, he's turned it on I can't you know he's turned it on he's played he's played well he's probably the last only player to come out with any credit towards the last three or four games last season so fair play I know, I know, I know Andy had him on the, on the podcast last week didn't he I thought he spoke really really well comes across uh, comes across quite down to earth so. well yeah uh, see, that's the thing is what Solskjaer's trying to do he's trying to get people down to earth and the bell uh, if we get him he's not a Solskjaer signing that's a Woodward signing but then again would you have him over the Kaku all day long I mean the Kaku scored a lot of goals but he gave us nothing in play wise did he so it was like I'm not comparing the two players but I'm comparing the situations it's like when Rude went when Rude went it allowed Saha Ronaldo and Rooney to be released and that was that was some of the best football we've ever seen United playing and obviously Tevez coming in it could be similar it's that you'll end up him going and you've got Rashford Martial James or another and Dybala just behind that it could be quite exciting and I think that's the thing is we could actually have fun but we'll also probably lose quite a few so you think Solskjaer's doing quite a, good, like, quite, a good, quite a bit of good work in terms of the basics getting some few some foundations sorted out but yeah I, th I think he's going I don't think he's as nice as everyone makes out he is I think he is trying to do what Klopp did where he's coming in right okay I'll get a couple he'll do XYZ I need to ship you look at Klopp's team from his first game to the 2-1 in the Champions League there's only a couple who remain 
as it happens in the Solskjaer, he'll build it around the core of youth. Triadzi, even though did Rashford deserve a contract? No, probably not. But you couldn't have let him go. You have to build a team around people. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to core. And that spine is actually keep De Gea, got um, Maguire. Pogba stays all you get another midfielder. Then you got Rashford. You've actually got a really decent spine there. Uh, it's just, we'll see what happens. You seem relatively positive, which I think might actually surprise quite a few people. I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure if that's fair. I don't live my life on the internet. Okay. So I don't care about all this going on. And, you know, yeah, of course we want the owners out. But do we also want a, sort of a bunch of tyrants in who kill people and human rights abuse that we, we go on about City? No one's going to be the right owner for us, to be quite honest. Yeah, they're taking a lot of money out. Yes, we should have. We will earn all our own money and we should be doing a lot better. But at the same time, we've got an incompetent CEO. That's one of your first issues, to be quite honest. Let's look at him. But owners-wise, what do we want? Tyrants? Or do you want the people who, yeah, have done what they've done? Uh, I'm not going to sit here going, getting over. I go to football to enjoy myself, to see mates, and to actually just watch football, just watch a hobby to get away from work. Do you know what I mean? Give me nine to five. And have a good laugh with your mates. What have you made about the, of the, yeah, the, sort of the online campaigning over the summer? Would you, have you paid much attention to it? Does it, does it strike a chord with you? I hate, the, I, hate, I hate the Glazer out stuff. It only spins about when things are going badly. Every single time. If you're going to do it, be constant with it. It strikes a chord with me. Because I do see where it's coming from. It's the people who do it. One guy who's leaving, two guys who are leaving it, right? Going about it. And yet their profile photos are then playing Old Trafford. Sponsored by Mobet. And it's just like, you're not getting in United shirts, right? You're not getting what you're doing here. It's your protest against the owners and trying to protest against sponsors. Yeah, you're, you're promoting that. You're promoting that in your profiles. It's all a bit weird, to be honest. And so, 2005 was when it should have been done. It's a lot tried. I mean, I was down for that cup final here against Arsenal. Everyone in black. They, that failed. That failed then. The only reason he'll sell now is because they're going to get a lot of money from Saudi Arabia. And is that the type of people who are behind the faceless campaign? Who's behind the faceless campaign? Because it's not these people like, who are doing it never have the photos on. A lot of them. So what's that? Is that all this like, some underhand Cambridge Analytica stuff? Who knows? Cheers for your spirit, Cheers for your time, lads. <laughs> Go on, Pete, there. It's going to be a good season, isn't it? Cardiff from Princeton's friendly. Come on, then, why is Cardiff so popular? Because it's not Wembley. You come to the cup finals there, yeah? Yeah, basically, yeah. everyone. What you've got is a city. The stadium's in the city, right? There's bars everywhere. It's just brilliant. It's just really good laugh. And a great, and it's great. It's a brilliant stadium. It's a, there has been a massive buzz about this, pre, this game, which for a pre-season friendly, nothing quite a buzz about it. As soon as it got leaked, everybody was all over on it. So, it says it all. Cardiff's just brilliant. The buzz in the city. Everybody's close together, close to the ground. I mean, even people that don't go to pubs on a match day, you know, to go to Wembley, they go to sample the outside. The atmosphere at Cardiff, the ground's there, the pub's around it, so even 
kids going with a dad can sample the atmosphere fans having a drink and having a sing song. We sold a 64 seater coach out for pre season friendly. Now, no matter what anyone says about Manchester United, that shows A, we're the biggest club around, so we're so. That will never stop. But also, everyone just loves going Cardiff, it's a buzz. We came down for the boxing. We missed Swansea home, didn't we, Jay? We came down for the boxing because it was Cardiff. Oh, absolutely fantastic boxing down there. Long day, but... Oh, so rather than watch a Welsh team at Old Trafford, you came down here to sample some Welsh culture in the Welsh oh, capital, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Woody, Woody had a great day. You can't remember a thing like that. There you are. Cheers for your time, lads. Anyway, enjoy the, enjoy the day, enjoy the game. We have a... What's your name? Where are you from? John. John from Dundee. John from Dundee. We got talking earlier, didn't we? Um, we were talking about a certain ex Dundee United and Manchester United player. Legend. A legend. Dundee United legend, yeah. And who was that? Ralph Mum, the one and only. We're talking about Mr. Um, the, the, the late Ralph Mill. Um, yeah, very much Manchester United legend, especially in certain circles. Um, and as I found out in, in, in Dundee as well, I must also apologise for what I said before. I made a slight, I made a slight slip up um, in Dundee. If you say Dundee, that is Dundee, Dundee the Scum FC. All right, okay. But if you, if you say United in Dundee, Tangerines. Yeah. Okay. The number one team in Dundee, the biggest team in Dundee. And John, you were saying you had um, an interesting encounter with the late Mr Mill. Yeah, we knew him through a friend's box. We used to see him at home games every now and again. Uh, so he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. We were at the Legends dinner. So I went across to get my paint, picture taken him, because I knew him. So the first one was all right, with arms on each other, good photograph. And then the guy says, we'll take another one for luck. So as I looked at the camera, Ralph turned in and licked my face. Just because he was drunk. Uh, but I couldn't have pushed him away because he's a legend. What could you do? Ralph Moon licked your face. Obviously, what a face to lick. If he's going to lick anybody's face, he's going to lick mine. You've, obviously, this doesn't come across too well on the podcast, but you're, you're a bearded man. Yeah, I wasn't then. <laughs> I was clean-shaven that day. It's all right. Okay. Um, people might have seen or maybe may, may not have seen I'm not sure how niche it really is um, the Ralph Mill and Ultras is a rather cloudy shadowy phenomenon in parts of Manchester and Dundee um, is, is it is that well is it well known in Dundee yeah the the Dundee the Dundee United Ultras Ralph Mill Ultras put stickers up everywhere the same as the Man United ones do uh, obviously they're tangerine there's a rampant line on them uh, but they're all over the place abroad everywhere yeah so it's I didn't think it was such a big phenomenon until, until I spoke to you today it's nothing to do with me <laughs> make, that, make that quite clear um, John yeah thanks for your time mate no uh, enjoy the rest of the day I'm trying my best <laughs> can we swap? As some of the lads were saying before, United have been relatively active in the transfer market this summer. I think quite, yeah, quite active, especially compared to recent seasons. Um, 
one lad who was quite yeah quite happy quite positive about the sign of Harry Maguire was um was was Harry so having a chat to Harry now um yeah you, like I said you you were yeah you, you created that news pretty positive didn't you you're quite happy about that yeah yeah I watched him um, we played him twice obviously last season watched him closely home and away um, off the ball he was absolutely fantastic he was he was like he was conducting the orchestra in front of him um, head and shoulders above what we've already got I see him I said to you earlier I genuinely he will be the captain within the next two or three years at this club he's the first player I've seen I mean obviously he's not signed for us yet so it's you know I mean not get ahead of ourselves but he's the first player I've seen if you look at that squad now who is a captain we haven't got a captain in that squad I see him as a captain a natural leader old school defender English again, Solskjaer's obviously gone for this English English theme. Um, yeah, brilliant, really chuffed. He's really, he's what we needed. Do you think a manager going for such a, uh, so openly for like a proper English British car, a British theme throughout his team? Do you reckon that's compatible in 2019? Because there were there were allegedly some complaints within the squad at the, at the start of, um, of Solskjaer's tenure that some of the some of the work was a little bit too too British, too English, too old school, too much, too much focus on pure running. Something's got to work, hasn't it? So, and what, what happened before wasn't working. You look at the old squads, the old United, there was brilliant, hard workers, brilliant, real prop, top model professionals, hard workers. It's not been working for the last six years. Let's go back to doing what we do best. Let's go back to what works. So, why, if they don't like it, the door's not the door's not locked. You know what I mean? Get out. <laughs> Simple as that, isn't it, really? What are your thoughts on United generally? I look look at the bigger picture this season. Um, what are your thoughts on Solskjaer? What are your thoughts on the general structure of the club? Are you, are you feeling positive? I think positive's a little bit strong. Um, we was talking earlier. I think I love what Solskjaer's doing. I love the idea of what he's doing. But my fear is it's like having me or you in charge. All the ideas are there. It's like playing FIFA. We've got all these players, but we haven't really got that knowledge. We haven't got that experience. Um, on a positive note, I think it will be more entertaining, the football, even if we don't win anything. If we come six in the league, say we do well in the Europa League, have a few good trips out of it, I think the football will be more entertaining, which is obviously a bonus on what it has been the last couple of years. Um, I'm not going to talk about anything above Solskjaer in terms of Woodward or the Glazers because I don't want to bring the mood down. Um, but yeah, I think the season will be better than last season, but I'm not optimistic about winning anything at all. Um, Harry, you've got a actually relatively unusual profession, haven't you? Do you want to tell us what you do? Or at least what you have done. Oh uh, yeah, I used used to be a, a professional pool player. Um, I'm not anymore. I'm uh, at least semi-retired now. Um, but yeah, well, uh, that, that took you to some pretty impressive places in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have travelled the world. Like I say, you similar places where you've just been on the pre-season tour. Uh, been to China a couple of times. Been to South Africa. And to do, do what? Competing in pool leagues, pool tournaments. Or how does it work? Competing in pool tournaments. Yeah, there's a couple you get invited to. A couple you um, can just enter. It's, been, it's free to enter. You, you know, I mean, you could enter as well. Um, I really could it. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's great. How everywhere you go in the world, never mind the country, it's just United mad. And, and say, particularly South Africa when I went was. Um, United or Liverpool I think I've seen one Manchester City shirt which is always quite funny um, 
But yeah, United, mad everywhere I've been, particularly in Asia, absolutely United, well, mad. Do, do people associate you as a pool player with Manchester United? <laughs> yeah, for it. I was known as the Manchester man when I went to South Africa, but I can't, I can't remember the lad's name now. But uh, yeah, it's known as a Manchester man, which I don't know if it's a, it's a good thing or a, uh, a bad thing. But obviously, they're just, they're just United, mad. Um, I don't think a few of the Liverpool fans like me when I refuse to have uh, pictures with them because they're wearing Liverpool shirts, but. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll. Uh, I'm sure they'll get over it. What sort of level are we talking about? People asking you for your photo and your autograph. Like, try and give us like, an idea. What what sort of level are we talking about in terms of yeah, like, I mean, notoriety and fame? Is it? No, I think in China it's more just because you're a white Englishman. They just want to have a picture with you. They haven't. They haven't a clue who I am. Do you know what I mean? It's. Um, but say South Africa, same in South Africa because it's such a, a, a poverty poverty stricken country. Just to have us Brits over there, they just. They absolutely loved it, and uh, they're all football nuts. Obviously, like similar to, to what you've just experienced in uh, Thailand and Singapore and stuff. They don't get the opportunities like we've got to actually watch European football. So that have, have some Brits come over, who obviously have decent knowledge of football, was absolutely brilliant for them. And just to have a picture with, you know, someone from Europe, not even England, just someone from Europe was, you know, fantastic for them. But you've been starting modest. I'm pretty sure you mentioned before that you reached 13th in the world. Is that true? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be overly modest, mate. Um, where's, the, where's the best place you played pool? The best place? I loved South Africa. Uh, I think in terms of uh, technically, China was amazing. China was they're just dead and shoulder. They're amazing, absolutely fantastic. Uh, but South Africa, they, they, they're just absolutely so enthusiastic about it. Like literally, say they, they turned a nightclub in, into a pool hall for us. And literally, had people coming off the street, and it was like they were queuing up to get the nightclub. We were VIPs for a week there. It was absolutely fantastic. And obviously, then you come back to England, and absolutely no one's got a clue where you are, and everyone who does know you are doesn't care who you are. So, <laughs> so yeah. we cared. We found it interesting, not love it. And coming back then, coming back to today, um, we're almost in Cardiff now. Um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts about today? What are you expecting from the day? Uh, are you taking it seriously, or just enjoying your day out, or how serious is today? I, I don't know. It's a warm-up, isn't it? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who's going to play. I don't know who's injured. I don't know who's not. Um, d- does it matter? Not really. Um, as long as the, as long as they keep fit, keep away from injuries. Obviously, Eric Bay is an exception because you know, I mean he breaks his leg when he sneezes. So he's, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the new signings. Obviously, Wan Bissaka and um, Daniel James. Really interested to see how quick this Daniel James really is. Um, I'm excited about the signings, with especially Wan Bissaka. We finally got a good right back now. Yeah, that Dallo, Dallo, however you say his name. Um, I think he's all right. But this Wan Bissaka is a step up from that, and we've got, a, if, especially with Maguire coming in, with Maguire, uh, Wan Bissaka, I'm assuming Lindelof and Luke Shaw. I think that's a fairly solid back four, and obviously De Gea behind him. So, be interesting to see if Solskjaer today goes with the team that he wants to play against Chelsea, or whether he does just plays two teams for 45 minutes. Who knows? But it's going to be interesting to see what he does. And for you yourself this season, will you be on a lot of the away games, or are you looking more at the Europa League, or what, what are your plans? Um, domestically, I'll, I won't be on many. I don't think I, I think I'm going to save me money for the the Euros, Euro ways, especially because it's Europa League. As we all know, it's head and shoulders above the Champions League, which you know that's the idiots' competition, isn't it? Um, Europa League, obviously, depending on the draw. 
I'm hoping we get some obscure places. I'd like a cheap, a cheap one, cheap close one, you know, a France or a Germany or somewhere, somewhere quite easy. And then at least one really obscure place I'm never going to visit ever again. That'd be good for me. Cheers, mate. Cheers. So we've made our way down to Cardiff, uh, got down here relatively quickly, relatively problem-free, uh, very, very early, still about three or four hours to kick off, and um, we've uh, managed to pitch up in a in a pub just outside the Stadium Principality, or uh, Stadium Principality Stadium, um, and um, yeah, got a couple of uh, lo uh, local tour guides to, to, to show us around and explain a little bit about this part of Wales. Uh, what's your name and where are you from? I'm Gareth, I'm from Morton Ash. I'm Lauren, I'm from Mountain Ash. And uh, obviously you've got um, a Manchester United scarf on, um, you're a Manchester United fan. Uh, yeah, whereabouts are you from and um, how do you follow Manchester United from there? Well, I'm a, I've been a Man United fan since I've seen them win the FA Cup against Chelsea and always support them. I'd like to see them a bit more often because but because I'm from South Wales, I don't can't get up there. But since I'm in Cardiff, I thought I'd take this opportunity to see them and see how they're rebuilding under the new manager. So um, what was your journey today then? Um, whereabouts do you live and how do you get from there to here to Cardiff? Just a train, just okay. a train, yeah. Not very far. Um, never been tempted to watch Swansea or, or Cardiff City or Merthyr Tidville? <laughs> I've seen Merthyr, but uh, apart from that, no. I'd rather watch Newport, to be honest. OK, yeah, I forgot to mention Newport there, obviously. <laughs> you mentioned him before that um, obviously we were talking about, about Wrexham and Chester up in the north of Wales, but you were saying that Merthyr Tidville versus Hereford is actually a bit of a big deal? Uh, uh, when I went to see Hereford against Merthyr recently, it all kicked off. Why right after everything is fantastic. It was bl bloody brilliant. Um, why, why, why is that? I, I must admit, I wasn't I'm aware, really, I wasn't, I wasn't really aware sure that Merthyr had a massive mob. <laughs> I'm not really sure exactly why there's um, a big rivalry, but I know that Hereford and Merthyr used to be big rivals okay. when Hereford were non-league and just... There's just a rivalry. I'm not really sure. Okay. So, and Gareth, how is it? Um, how has it come to pass that your girlfriend Lauren has? Um, well, what should we say? Liverpool sympathies. Uh, I can't pick and choose our team. Though. She's so lovely. You, you might as well explain. How, where's this all come from? Uh, well, it's a family thing. Like I said, my dad is Scouse, my brother is Scouse, and Gareth has tried and failed to convert me to the proper red side, shall we say. Um, but I've come along today to, uh, to see what all the fuss is about. I haven't set fire to a scarf as yet, so there's still hope. And just to go back to the Merthyr and Hereford game, the rivalry, Gareth did the very manly thing and left me in the middle of um, a massive fight, a brawl. I had a lager poured over me, uh, lost a few nails. So, yeah, first game, last game probably. Um, anything of that nature today so far? Not I've seen, no. Like I said, we're a bit lost in a sea of uh, Fred Perry and um, Man United middle-aged men at the moment. Not many Stone I'm Island. not that old. Left. I actually look That's pretty young. pointed about today. I've not seen the Stone Island massive yet, but... Um, you were uh, saying before, yeah, you were a bit disappointed about the lack of Stone Island gear. Why, 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 is that, why is that a thing for you? It's just a notorious outfit for Cardiff football. You see sort of 20-something boys, they've all got the same gear on, just in different colours, so they've obviously sent a message out in the group chat that that's what they're meant to wear. And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, 
usually a bad thing because they're usually sort of off their heads by about half past two, miss the football. But I'm going to give directions to you guys to go and see the Borough, which is a notorious Cardiff pub, to watch the football, if you're feeling brave enough. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll pass it on to the, to, to the relevant people. Like I said, it's £2 a pint in the borough, so it has its perks, but it also has no doors, communal toilets, and no um, the threat of being stabbed. So. <laughs> Thanks very much for that. Honestly, yeah, the two of you, Lauren and Gareth, thank you for your time. <laughs> it's um, half-time here at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff. Um, Manchester United won, AC Milan won so far. Um, a lot of United fans outside at our time enjoying the sun on the edge of the river. It's, uh, the sun's come out, it's a nice afternoon. And luckily we've been joined by, uh, by a couple of um, Italian fans, AC Milan fans, um, who are thinking from the Milan Fan Club London, London if, you're, if I can read your T-shirt, right? So, um, yeah, um, what's your name? Where are you from? Yeah, my name is Eric from Riccione. And she is actually Sharon. Hi. She's also from Milan. Yeah. Okay. And we live in London. And we are all from AC Milan Club in London. Yeah. How, how long have you lived in London for? Uh, about nine years. Four uh, years. Four. And then, what, so you're from Milan originally. You're AC Milan fans. What, 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 what made you move to London and move away from your city? It's just like Italy. It was just like uh, a big mess, actually. And, you know, the smartest people, they tend to go away from Italy. It's absolutely normal. And that's it. That's why we are all around. Yeah, what about you, Sharon? It's just for war, you know, like, we didn't have the chance to work in Italy, so we came to London. And then, of course, in London, if you are supporting the same team, you just come all together and you support that, you know? But you still say, you still remain loyal to AC yeah, Milan? Of course, of so course. Course. Always and forever, mate. Always and forever. AC Milan forever, so, mate. But when you were back in Milan, you also used to go to the San Siro Every lot? time. Every time. Every course. time. I mean, every time I go back, I always call my dad, Daddy, what, which match is that? Okay, there is this match. Okay, take the ticket. And just... <laughs> And obviously you've got um, Milan Fan Club London written on your T-shirt. Um, is that is that an official fan club or yeah, how, official? How, how, how many members do you have? About 250 yeah, something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. No, it's an official uh, Milan club actually. Okay. Um, before coming here, actually, we've been visiting uh, uh, the hotels where the the team players were. They were actually staying there. We had some, you know, meet and greet uh, with the player. We got some autograph and some pictures, some selfies, and yeah, that's one of the privileges you got to be uh, one of, you know, member of a official club. You know, we got to meet and our favorite players and okay. has our discussions, some pictures. And so who, who, for example? So actually, today we met we met uh, Andrew Silva, um, Borini. He was there. Uh, Paolo Maldini. We had a chance to talk with Paolo Maldini, which was really, really great. Uh, yeah, we didn't expect to meet him, but it was a great surprise. So, yeah, you know, that's it. And how, how often do you get a chance to go back to San Siro, to Milan? Well, generally, throughout the season, we go at least six times. So, 
and all the other you know all the other matches we actually watching it at the, in a pub in London which is actually official uh, Milan uh, you know, club okay. fan base and which is a comedy pub in London in so Piccadilly. Do you, get, do you get a lot of a lot of AC Milan fans coming to all to watch all the games then? Yeah, I mean all the members is about 250, uh, 250 plus to be honest, and plus we go with somebody uh, some extra one coming on and watch the match actually. It, you know, throughout the season there is an average of at least like about 80 to 90 people watching the match on TV, which is great. And in a pub in central London, it's you know just just amazing. Always a good atmosphere. Oh, of course, of course. We are singing from the first minute to the last one. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Like a, it's like a, a little mini San Zero in the middle. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And if you just like, if you're down, down with us, you can you can hear us, you know, singing all the time. And yeah, yeah, big, big, yeah, big fans, big fans, big fans. Yeah. It's yeah, it's been quite a, a difficult few years for AC Milan. Hasn't yeah. it? It's not been the most easiest of years. Yeah. Describe or say like, what, I mean, what's gone wrong with AC Milan a little bit. There is not much to say, to be honest. Um, we are aware that you know it's been a, a period where you know, AC Milan wasn't that great. But as a you know supporter, and if you are a true fan, you support your team no matter what. Um, yeah, I think now we we are actually in the right path, to be honest. Um, I think this year we made some, you know. The market was pretty good so far. Um, let's see. Next season is going to be good. Going to be good. All the team in Italy got stronger and stronger and stronger. Of course, Juventus is on top, but um, I believe AC Milan, Inter Milan, uh, Internazionale, which is Inter in Italy, and uh, Napoli, they're all going to be on the same level. So. To get you know the four places for the Champions League is gonna be hard because it's gonna be seven teams um, all playing for it. But I think next year we're gonna be on the top four, definitely, 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 definitely. definitely. Um, last season in the Champions League, uh, Manchester United played against against Juventus. Yeah, uh, we beat one at Old Trafford, but um, we had a well quite a surprising comeback um, in 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 Turin where we won we won two one. But on the on on the day before. Before that, um, a few of us went to Milan to watch Inter um, against uh, against Barcelona in the San Siro, yeah. which is obviously a ground that you share. So, how does how does that work? That you share you share a stadium with your, with I mean, your biggest rivals. I mean, yeah, it's biggest rivals, but are they yeah. your biggest rivals? Or? I mean, our, our you know Inter Milan is yes our biggest rival, but. At the, uh, at the end of the day, we are kind of a family from the same city, and I think we all agree that we don't like Juventus. Okay. <laughs> no one of us likes Juventus. I mean, we are all Italian. Are you talking about that, about Juventus? I, I didn't Did you ask something about Juventus? You shouldn't have asked. Come on, really? If, if you could describe Juventus in one word... I don't want to even describe it. There is no word to describe I believe, it. I believe it begins with an M. United! United! <laughs> no, 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 that, that, that one begins with you. If we had to describe Juventus, we would just Man, say like, 
merda, 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 oh shit. Uh, I, don't, I, don't think that need, I don't think that needs any translation. It's just like merda, which is merda, shit. Uh, so how, honestly, how does it work in a city where you share the ground with your city rivals? That would be like Man United sharing a ground with Manchester City. That's yeah, us. That's, that's unimaginable. Yeah, we're just sharing the ground. It doesn't mean that we are sharing anything else. And I think sharing is caring. So at the end of the day, it's <laughs> always sharing is caring. So we are making more money for share stadium. That's fine. But that's you, okay. you have different ends. Yeah, absolutely. We have so ends. Milan is yeah. the of. We are Curva Sud Milan. Curva Sud Milan. And, uh, yeah, then they are on the other side. The other ones. Obviously, 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 obviously. Well, you, 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 you'll be glad to know that in Singapore we beat Inter Milan 1 0. Really? That's yeah, 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 yeah. 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 good. Imagine City at Kaisand, you know, I said Shreford, wouldn't fucking happen, would it? <laughs> Will not fucking happen. You know, it's in at least top four this season. If you not say very optimistic, but at least top four. At least top four. <laughs> That's what we're aiming at. least top four next season. Definitely next top four. Going back to the San Siro, there was some quite sad news for football fans all over the world, I think. The news that the San Siro was going to be, well, it's going to be knocked down. Yeah. I mean, that's something we say, I mean, uh, San Siro is an historical, you know, I would say like a monumentum is a, a great place to be, but, you know, we are evolving and, and that's fine. It's like how things goes and I think it's absolutely okay to, you know, put down an old story and start building a new one. So definitely the new stadium is going to be amazing. It's going to be about, it's going to get uh, 60,000 people. And on, on top of that, it's going to get a lot of, uh, you know, stores, restaurants, bars, um, parking. It's going to be a massive entertainment center, which is going to be good, I think, for both teams. And that's something, that's something the people of Milan want. Yeah, we, have, we need to be positive about it. I think it's going to be a, something good for the teams, both of the teams. I do believe in the future, let's say in the next five years probably, we're going to get each team their own stadium. Uh, but at the moment, it's all right having sharing the stadium. It's all fine. I mean, you have to think about, you know, football. Yeah, it's about you know, sports and everything, but it's also business. You have to think about it as a business. And if you can save money sharing a stadium, why not? What, what effect has that business had on the fan culture in Italy? I know in recent years there were some problems with a lot of the ultras stopped going to games. Um, what was the name of the identity card that was introduced? Was it the, the, the Tefera or Tefera? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's... Is that the that, right word? Yeah, but that's something we don't have to talk about it. Um, just unbullshit around, you know. Um, what I have to say, last year, the, um, all, you know, the fans, the, the AC Milan fans, they were each game they were more and more and more so we registered about 1.4 million um, you know fans coming at the stadium which is a big you know it's a huge number we, we get a lot of money and that, that's a big merit so what we have to take from that is that, that AC Milan fans are behind the team all the time which is which that's the best things ever um, no, whether in Milan or in London <laughs> I mean yeah yeah it doesn't matter where you live, if you're an AC Milan supporter, you're at home, you know, it's always, 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 always. So, finally, what's your prediction for this season? Where, where, where will AC Milan finish in Serie A? 
it's hard to predict, really, it's really hard because all the team got stronger. So now we got seven teams um, competing for the first, you know, for the top for, uh, top four. Um, I do believe that we're gonna get between the, you know, I would say, let's say it, uh, top three. 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 Sh Sharon, you have one little quick last word. Um, what's your prediction? W where do you think AC Milan will finish this year? Uh, uh, this year, I'm not sure to be honest. We, uh, yeah, top floor. Uh, we, I, I can hope we're gonna be the first one. I'm not sure about it to be honest. Okay. But of course, I'm always, uh, I'm gonna always support them. So that's important, right? Very yeah. quickly, what does it say on the back of your T-shirt? Oh, I can say it. My Italian's a bit rusty, but Tite Domine London, what, what yeah. does that mean? Yeah, basically that's the AC Milan uh, Club London. Okay. okay. Uh, T Dominate London. And what so, does that mean? United we dominate London. United we dominate London. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, we see it differently. Um, United we stand. That's what we tend to say anyway. So, yeah. We're friends anyway, right? <laughs> uh, both of you, thank you very much for your time. No worries, thank no worries. Grazie mille. Grazie. 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 I'll let you Post-match after Manchester United's final pre-season game of the season, uh, finished 2-2 against AC Milan at the Principality Stadium um, in, in Cardiff, and United then won 5-4 on pens. I think they finished 5-4. Um, Daniel James scored the winning pen, um, a nice touch for him um, in, in, in his native country. Um, and before that, goals, goals scored by uh, Marcus Rashford and Jesse Lingard, two really accomplished finishes. Um, Jesse Lingard with his, his socks rolled down around his ankles and without shin pads. So, um, not sure what sort of signal that sends to the thousands of kids watching inside the stadium today, but um, there you go. Um, it's been a good day out for most of the Reds on board, uh, on board the bus here now going back. Um, well, I must be perfectly honest, it's quite hard to get any sort of coherent opinion out of a lot of the lads. People seem to have had quite a good day out in Cardiff, haven't they? Um, John, you had a good day? Yeah, great day, great day. It's always a good laugh going down to Cardiff. Yeah, Cardiff's really not bad, is it? Yeah, it's a good, good, cheap, 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 lots of oozes. Down's right in the centre. Can't really go wrong, can you? You walk out the ground, there's fucking hundreds of, hundreds of pubs all the way around it. Loads of United. There are absolutely thousands of United down there today, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's unbelievable, to be fair. To be honest, the amount, the amount that come down for fucking pre-season friendly in Wales. I don't think you get that with any other club. What was that feel like in the ground? Not the best, to be fair. <laughs> it was all right. It was, just... was, was it? Everyone was sat down, weren't they? Yeah, was, I think there's a lot of people probably coming up for the day where you probably don't go a lot of the time, but you'd expect that when you have pre-season. It's not going to be bouncing. Um, I think it was a strange one. At one point, I was waiting outside the ground for one of our lads just to just to go to the toilet. And as I was waiting, I was watching some of the people coming past. It didn't necessarily look like it, like like a United crowd. It didn't really look like a football crowd. No, there was a lot. There was a lot of uh, guys in United tops, weren't there, with girlfriends and stuff like that. I think just come out for, the, for a bit of a day trip, which fair enough. Pre-season friendly. I mean. Might be their only chance to go and watch United, so it is what it is. But there's obviously a group of us on, on the coach who go everywhere. 
but you're not going to get 50,000 people who go every week turning up a pre-season friendly in Cardiff. It's just not going to happen, is it? So, I think it's a shame that everyone would split up, though, because obviously you said there's a, there's a lot of yard lads down there. Yeah, um, yeah. There are a lot of groups, lads and girls that are down here who go everywhere watching United, so the, the regular hardcore is here, but everyone would split up in the ground, weren't they? Yeah, but there's about there's probably 15, 16 of us had together. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if they could, they could have made a bit better, all the regulars were all seen to go, all the sat. Might, might have improved the atmosphere a bit, but... I mean, I don't think any of us came really down to watch the football or create any sort of atmosphere. We just came down to a bit of a laugh, get pissed. A bit of a uh, pre-season warm-up for us before Wolves. There you go, it's all, yeah. Um, I think that's how a lot of people saw it coming down this day, to be honest. Um, yeah, Wolves, the next away game, obviously Chelsea home first. You all saw it for tickets for Wolves? Yeah, 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 yeah Last sure. time, we were, well, this, this is the third visit to Molyneux this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's probably be third loss as well, I reckon, but... Uh, lots to see on that. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not a big fan of Wolves, to be fair, but a couple of days before my 21st, so it should be a good, should be a good crap when we go. Should be a good laugh. Happy days, right? Well, enjoy that. Nice one. Nice and one. Um, yeah, well, by by the time the Wolves game uh, comes around, the new mag will be out. Um, that comes out against Chelsea. That's the first home game of the season. Um, Andy might put another few notifications out about that. I know it's nearly finished. Um, like we said earlier on. Loads of really good stuff in there. Um, I think Andy's done a big interview with Dimitar Berbatov, Annie, which um, yeah promises to be good. Uh, loads of good stuff from the pre-season tour as well. Obviously, like we said, United this time we're in, we're in Perth, we're in Singapore. Um, so there's lots of stuff from there as well. So if you've not got subscribed yet, um, sort out a digital subscription or um, go and see one of the lads outside the ground before Chelsea. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed listening to that today. Um, take care and um, yeah, see you next time.